Hi, welcome back to another film podcast. I'm Claire B. Downey. And I'm Jason Pereira. Jason was making fun of me for covering the camera because I had to restart the intro. Rude. You don't edit this podcast. I do. Um, guys, welcome back. Uh, this week is going to be fun. Um, we have not recorded in a hot minute. <laughs> if you are listening that. to this, yeah, that's on me. I was the one who canceled. Um, if you're listening to this and you see an episode called Once Upon a Time in Wakaliwood, and then you see a second episode called Once Upon a Time in Wakaliwood, Jason's edition, um, which is probably what I'm going to title it because I still haven't released it. Um, that is Jason VJing or I guess PJing over our episode <laughs> um, well technically that's actually a pj jam master but okay yeah sorry about that um my my bad it's pj jam master um i have not listened to it and honestly at this point i'm not going to i'm just going to release it and maybe like 20 years in the future when we're famous not that we aren't famous yet um i will listen to it but and now... it will be the it will be the thing to take us both down <laughs> Claire B. Downey and Jason Ferreira canceled for PJ episode. <laughs> um, let's let's get into it. I want to start this episode off by exposing Jason. Um, and this happened, this incident that I'm going to explain to you guys happened about two weeks ago, right after, was it right after? Um, it was the night we had finished recording Once Upon a Time in that's what I. That's what I thought. Okay. So, where is this? Okay, so if you wa- listen to the episode, we talked about making a movie that was like so bad it's good, like Captain Go Captain Alex, right? Um, and so March fifth, one oh one a.m. Let's set the scene. I was doing homework. Jason, what were you doing? I was sleep deprivation. <laughs> I still kind of am. Not gonna lie. Yeah, me too. Um, so here's what I a text I received from Jason. <clears throat> Okay, so you and I discussed making a so bad it's good film, and I don't know how serious about it you were. I assume you were being serious. I came up with this idea for a film about a cat burglar who is robbing a martial artist whose sleep fights end at sleep arguments with his wife. I don't even know what this means, but it's 1 a.m. and my brain's gone. Bye-bye night. So, th- so I said, um, what? And he goes, like, there's a cat burglar. You know what a cat burglar is, right? And then explains it to me. He says, like a normal burglar, but especially sneaky and flashy. <laughs> Basically, she tries to fight off and avoid a divorced martial artist who fights and cries about his wife while unconscious. So I said, how the f*** would we make that? He goes, green screen in the cat burglar. <laughs> I'm really f***ing tired. I said, please go to bed. He goes, good night, BB Bean. I said, good night. <laughs> and he goes, oh, the burger could wear a mask the whole time. And then corrects himself, burglar. And I said, Jason, put the phone away. No more Instagram time for you. I'm going to bed. Now it's your turn. And he goes, dinosaur, welcome to Uganda. <laughs> Which are brilliant references to who killed Captain Alex. Quite topical at the time. Maybe it was topical updated. at the time. Um, it makes sense. And I said, sleep in all caps. And he goes, wait, but what if the somnum... How do you say this word? Somnambulist. Somnambulist is actually- I don't know how in my 1 a.m. brain I remembered that the medical term I've for never seen that word in my entire life. I've never seen that word in my entire life. So he goes, wait, what if it's actually a super rich guy with a crown jewel and just randomly lives on the North Shore and has a pet ferret? Can you, we get a ferret, do you know where? 
<laughs> no, never mind. Scratch the ferret part. I don't mind ferrets with an S. <laughs> so I go, what's wrong with ferrets? And then he doesn't respond. And at March 5th, 1039 a.m., he goes, maybe it is more the idea of a ferret I do not like. Yo, I, I thought say, about that all night. <laughs> about that Did you sleep? No, I was just like, why don't I like the ferrets? Actually, you lying awake at night, like a single tear rolls down your cheek, like, why don't I like the ferrets? <laughs> that's 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 not what happened, Claire. Mm-hmm. There was more than one tear. <laughs> okay, so it continues. Um, it continued today. Um, let me find the sex. Okay, so this is after school. Um, during film class today, I exposed him for it. And he, we were talking about doing an episode on the um, Snyderverse, uh, the Zack Snyder cut, um, calling it Zaddy, but neither of us have time for that. So he goes, also, I realized how wrong I was about the Karate Man idea. And this is when I finally think he has a sober moment of clarity. And then Jason says, we should green screen in both characters. <laughs> and green screening in the ferret. Although we'll film the ferret separately. It might be aggressive. Also, did you know ferrets have no gag reflex? <laughs> Many ferret owners have to get their angels into an into hospital system. You can't spell because a ferret small swallowed a marble or something and now it can't True story. I got excited to tell you ferret facts. <laughs> I actually enjoyed the ferret facts. Um, <laughs> I thought that was fascinating. And I was reading that while I was walking home. I almost got hit by a car because when you, <laughs> when you sent me that, I stopped in the middle of a street. I literally stopped and almost got hit. And this car, this person in the car was like, what the f-? Right? So then you said, oh, maybe we can include that in the plot. The burglar saves the ferret from swallowing a marble and not being able to sh- and now the cat burglar and the karate dude become friends. The good ending. I do not respond to this. Then he goes, five minutes later, okay, so I've got it. The ferret pulls a ratatouille and controls the karate man by his hair. And so now it's a cat burglar versus a ferret ninja. That's the title. So I said, oh my fucking God. And he says, I know, right? It's genius. Like this was originally going to be so bad. It's good. But now it's ironically good. Unironically good unironically good. oh yeah un- i'm sorry unironically good before you slipped um jason explain yourself oh i well i, I just did explain it. You, you explained That's, the idea for me I, you said you had a full-fledged plot that is the plot <laughs> there's nothing more they don't have names backstories there's 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 um cat mm-hmm. the cat burglar okay that's oh hey your sister could play that no she will not uh and then the karate man would be named buster buster chops so now um why how does this movie start like what's the opening scene i'm gonna okay so so the opening scene right it's cat and she receives a call from super important criminal organization man uh we're gonna call him vladimir putin and he Mm. says cat I need you to steal the crown jewel from Mr. Chops. It is very valuable to our criminal operation. Oh, wait, are you reading a script right now? No. Okay, because your eyes are moving side I'm, to side, and I'm, I'm genuinely I'm, I'm thought looking you were at you, and I'm looking at me on the Zoom. Oh, so you're just self-obsessed. Well, I'm looking at you too. <laughs> Don't I, worry, I, I only look at me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, Cat's like, all right. I can do this. And so uh, we get like this cool montage sequence of her suiting up and like 
tight spandex and like oh um, so has cat ears we're like black widowing her and like cat womaning her well yeah she's a cat burglar she's got to okay. wear a nice tight clothing that's you know good for motion not baggy so it can't get caught in anything mm-hmm. i don't know if you ever cat burgled claire i assume you haven't but you know what bold of you to assume that i haven't cat burgled in baggy clothes Dude, you would enter the building, be like, I'm committing a crime, and then cry, and then be lightly You think my number one personality trait is crying. I don't cry that much. I haven't what are you cried do? Cry in cry about like, it? I will hurt you. I haven't cried in like maybe a week. Nope, I cried yesterday. Okay. Moving on. Uh, so then she sneaks through the window, right? And she's like, okay. I'm in like like a hacker voice almost, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but then she hears footsteps. Linda. Your mom's gonna kill you or your neighbors. Linda, why did she leave me? Ah, cat freezes. Oh no, the man is awake. She looks at the wall and there it is, a bunch of karate trophies and like belts stacked over and like his face, just like a oil painting of his face with the words uh best karateist in the world right over it right and so she's like uh-oh i'm in for some trouble but he walks in and she is right in his line of sight however he's sleepwalking he doesn't even notice her he goes straight huh he he's sleep crying yeah. He said, "Why did she? Why did she leave me?" This is what he dreams about. Well, yeah, he's he's a very sad man. This poor guy. Well, the only thing he has is the consolation of a crown jewel and the title of being best karate. How did in the he world. get the crown jewel? I don't know. He's probably knighted by the queen or some shit for being such a good right. karate. But he lives in America. <laughs> Land of the free. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you're hating. Anyway, I am. You live in America too. Buster Chops, right? He goes straight for the fridge, opens it, and takes out a big jug of milk and just starts chugging it, right? But he's still asleep, and he's still like, I did so much for the kids. And so the cat burglar is like, oh, this is my chance. And so she like uh, tries to sneak by him, but then he turns around quickly. She freezes, and he continues to cry because he's still asleep. He's just a very aggressive sleep crier, walker, uh, eater, and as we come to realize, karateist. So while he's asleep, he's punching and kicking kind of arbitrarily, you know, but the cat burglar still has to dodge and evade and whoosh, whash, wooshu, wooshu. That's the, that's the sound of her dodges mm-hmm. and evades. Wooshu, wooshu. Wooshu, wooshu. Like she's, she's very fast. Like you can hear the air, but it's not loud <laughs> enough to wake up someone, you know? She's a very good cat burglar. Oh yeah, no, of course. And yeah, so she eventually gets around him and she gets upstairs to the hidden crown jewel room, uh, which is not hidden. It's just a crown jewel room. So he opens okay. the door, but protecting the crown jewel is the ferret. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna call him Ferret Bueller, right? I love that. I'm glad. And Ferret Bueller hisses at the cat burglar. The cat burglar is like, what do I care about this? Right, it's a ferret. And so then the ferret stands up and does like a kind of karate move. Like this would just be CGI, right? <laughs> but like 
it, it would do like some kind of karate pose. It would strike a karate pose. No, right? I can see it. I'm envisioning this. And now the 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 cat burglar looks at the uh looks at the ferret and says, Ah, you must have been the chosen ferret trained by the greatest karateist in the world. Well, I'll have you know that you are still no match for me because you are a ferret and I am a human. And humans are better than ferrets, right? We have gag reflexes. True story. <laughs> <laughs> and so they fight it out right and they go down they, they like fight they go back down the stairs you know but cat she still has the she has ferret bueller like you know on the wall you know ferret bueller doesn't have anything to do because he's a ferret you know ferrets i don't know if you knew this are weak okay. relative to humans right that is news to me but then the ferret jumps off the wall lands right on a Buster Chops's head and starts pulling the hair. Oh, Suddenly, wow. uh, Ferret Bueller has a new vessel on which to ex use his ninja powers, his, his ninja skills with. And now the ferret is fighting Cat <laughs> using the sleepwalking <laughs> karate man's body. <laughs> and no, um, keep going. No, yeah, I. I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> it's 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 a raging battle. Weapons are introduced. Chairs are thrown. Milk bottles are being spilled. Egads. So the milkman is still here. There's still a milkman in this. In no, this world? but I like the way you think. The milkman busts down, but it turns <laughs> out the milkman is actually the the royal queen's agent. You see, because the Queen of England knew that Vladimir Putin was up to something like this. And so the milkman with his machine gun that shoots out milk, right? Oh it's like, it's like a, it's it like gets a, worse. It's like a Nerf super soaker, but with uh, maybe toxic milk, right? Yeah, okay. that's what I'm so, gonna say. So like rancid milk, are we thinking? No, like, like skim milk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let I'm the record show Jason sitting there being very happy about that joke. <laughs> that was... <laughs> <laughs> okay keep going and so now the ferret and cat both have or the the, the 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 milkman and ferret bueller have cat cornered but cat escapes and she before she leaves she says one day those crown jewels will be mine and by mine i mean vladimir putin's because you know like i i do this for someone else although i'm a cat burglar so i'd probably betray him because cat burglars they live on the road oh so she's like rethinking right. her her life right now no she's just probably steal the crown jewel and not give it to vladimir putin mm -hmm, okay right and this is not the president of russia vladimir putin because that would not be politically correct okay so this is someone else yeah this is just another coincidentally named vladimir putin who's oh, okay a bad person. well yeah because there's so many people that have that name it's very common here yeah in america yeah, I mean, like, if you guys don't live in America, which yeah, actually some of, our viewers, so, some of our listeners don't, um, if you don't live in America, there are so many people named Vladimir Putin here. Surprising. And so, yeah, so at the end, this is the this is the end, this is the ending. This is where it all oh, comes together, okay. right? The ferret pulls the karate man's hair to face. Uh, it, it pulls Buster Chop's hair to face the milkman, and with this eyes. Wait, not the cat burglar. No, no, the cat burglar is gone, right? Oh, she's the ferret, the, ferret, the ferret turns to the milkman, right? Okay. And it says with its eyes, thank you. Thank you for all that you've done. And the milkman and the- uh, blinks at him and he knows. And the, and, the, and the milkman says, 
don't worry. It's just part of the job. He has a very bad British accent. <laughs> and the, the, the ferret and the, uh, the milkman share a very tender moment, you know. Okay. Nothing sexual because that's not, not yet. That's, that's not acceptable in our society. Okay. The end. Oh, <laughs> they just share a longing gaze and you don't know what's going to happen and that's it? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, how long are we thinking this movie is? This would be like a, I don't know, you ever watched a Bollywood movie? Yeah. So it's kind of like a three hours, you know, with okay. lots of and song then, and, and dance. Then the, and then the Pereira cut is like six because they didn't do you justice. Dude, the Pereira cut would just be me. Like, it would just me being behind the scenes giggling at the skin milk joke. The Pereira cut is just... Jason is like, guys, stop, stop, turn the camera. No, keep turning it. No, face me, face me. Hi. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, you know what, you know what's worse than spoiled milk? Skim milk, am I right? Hey, oh, oh, don't get me started on soy milk. Almonds, how do you milk an almond? And the crew is just standing there and you're like, laugh laugh now <laughs> okay. nah they'll, they'll, they'll be laughing of course but mm -hmm. more sympathetically okay we're like right. just like yeah I'm, I'm sorry for you man <laughs> oh my god there's this just kooky old man that walked on the set and we just we just let him go we just let him do what he needed oh yeah by the way the ferret will be played by army hammer oh my god <laughs> i think honestly the look the physique the style the cannibalism it's very ferret like do ferrets eat each other i don't know i feel like they would they could they would do it i mean most animals do oh yeah okay. um speaking of animals <clears throat> let's talk about this movie that we watched guys um the purpose of this episode was not to talk about jason's incredible film idea that will win seven oscars um okay and okay for come some on. reason come, a tony come on come on just just like five oscars Okay, and a Tony though, right? For the song and dance, kind of like a Greatest Showman thing. The Broadway adaptation of this will just blow your balls off. Oh, um, and and what's the what's the uh, what's the title of this film? Oh, uh, Cat Burglar versus Ferret Ninja. And now, can we get Cat Burglar versus Ferret Ninja Two Electric Boogaloo like a few years after, please? Can we get it eighty years after with the original cast? <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. It's just like they're really it's, old. Yeah, it's just just cat. I told you I'd come back for the crown jewels, and the ferret's <laughs> like, I've been waiting for this moment my entire ferret life, which has surpassed its normal time, and I've actually learned how to speak English in the meantime. And part of it is animated, like those um, Who Killed Roger Rabbit movies, <laughs> and you're like, I don't know what's happening here. Yeah, um, maybe the toaster sings or something like that. Yeah, it would. Okay, so let's actually get into it. This week was supposed to be what we were going to call the Taika episode. Um, and so the Taika episode being the fact that I have seen a ton of Taika works and you have seen two. However, that's fine. Um, Jason really wanted to watch um, The Hunt for the Wilder People, which I finally finished today. I watched. I started watching it like a month ago and finally started. Very, very good finally film. Finally finished it. I really liked it. Um, do you want to... Describe a quick rundown of it first. Yeah, sure. So uh, it starts out with Ricky Baker, who is a young person, off to no good. Uh, but that's not really to his fault. You know, he's a foster child who's gone through the system and kind mm -hmm. of been 
ignored and cast off by society, been in juvie for a significant portion of his life, and eventually finds a home in the mountainous region of New Zealand. Yeah, this is a very New Zealander movie. Yeah, and um, he is, um, he's just basically placed in a new family with a very loving mother figure. And this is basically the first time that he's really felt, you know, appreciation, felt his place in the world, you know, and this is with his new mom who has a- He calls her aunt. Aunt, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, she dies. Um, it wasn't dead. funny. No, it was a little it, funny. It wasn't. It wasn't funny that she died, but it was a little funny. She's dead. So uh, now Ricky is left with his emotionally unavailable, very uh, cranky, cantankerous, cynical, cynical uh, uncle who was married or at least had a relationship with his aunt who died, mm-hmm. and Ricky does not want to go back to juvie doesn't want to go back to the foster home system yeah because the foster care system like child care what child welfare is like we're gonna take him back because um beth or bell bella i think it was uh i think it was bella okay because bella died um they're gonna take him back but he doesn't want to go back so he fakes his death with a plate yeah, a metal plate, not a paper plate, a metal plate. So um, it, it was it was ceramic. Okay, sorry, my apologies. Um, and he burns down the shed while trying to set his body on fire and making it seem like, you know, he like lit himself on fire. This whole thing. So it doesn't work. He runs off into the woods with his dog, and gets lost. And guess who comes his to the dog rescue? Dog is named by the way Tupac. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention to that. The- Deceased rapper Tupac Shakur. Thank you for that, Jason. Um, he just immediately muted himself, by the way. Um, so he's in the woods and he gets lost. He doesn't know how to get back home because he thinks he can make it in the woods on his own. He can't. And um, Uncle Heck, who has experience being in the woods, and does he call himself a bushman? I don't remember what that was. I think he did. Okay. He has experience being in the wild, um, comes to the rescue. However, they get in a small argument and um, he basically Heck fractures breaks his, ankle. his foot. Yeah. Yeah. He like fractures his ankle. Right. And um, so then they're stuck in the woods for like a few weeks until it heals. It was like six weeks. And so while this is happening, child welfare is looking for him. And the child welfare officer who's looking for Ricky is a very intense woman who is convinced she's like in some action movie. She wants to be the Terminator. She's extremely intense. I love her. Her name's um, Paula. And so she's looking for Ricky and she doesn't actually really care about Ricky. Like, you know, she just yeah. She just, she, this is kind is of for her for own chase. ego, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. So the... just 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 for context, right? If your child service is right, a child's mother dies, or a foster child's uh, foster mother dies, and then that child and that child's foster father go missing for six weeks. Uh, that's something to be extremely worried about. Mm-hmm. So they were very right in that they should have looked for Ricky Baker. However, right. Heck is a decent enough person. You know, he did nothing to harm uh, Ricky, you know, and he actually cared for Ricky. But basically, they were outlaws. 
So this whole movie is basically like the chase. Um, to mean like they're trying to run away and live in the wilderness and they come across many different fun characters. Um, but this whole time Paula and child welfare and it just keeps like getting worse and worse. Like more people join the team looking for him. Like first it's just uh, child welfare and like rangers. Then it's like FBI and police. Then it goes to the army, but we'll get to that. Um, it's overall just a very fun movie um except i have one complaint and i'm gonna do this complaint right now they killed one of the dogs and now if i hadn't seen anything by taika ytt if i wasn't already the biggest fan in the world of him he would have been on my list for eternity if you kill a dog in a movie i'm sorry no respect okay if you already have my respect you're losing a little bit of it taika i love you and please don't listen. Tycho, you're on her list. No, right? Tycho, you're not she on my list. You, and if there was ever no. an opportunity to collaborate with you, it's gone. No, um, Tycho, I love you. However, uh, do not kill a dog. I just think it's the okay, worst thing to Claire, do. I have, I have a question. What is yeah. your policy on killing ferrets? No. No, the no, ferret, not, the ferret not, stays I'm alive not, in Cat Burglar versus Ferret Ninja. I'm just not trying to, you know, give any spoilers for the second one, but, you know. It, You're not f-ing killing the ferret. Like, there has to be some pinch. It's, but. Ferret Mueller not... stays alive. <laughs> well, maybe there's his last day off. Stop it. Stop it. Immediately. The ferret lives. Anyway, so Taika kills this dog and I'm mad about it. And also the dog died in a very sad way. It like tried to bark at a, bo- a boar and then the boar shanked him. And then um, Heck had to shoot the dog and put it out of his mi- misery. And um, I skipped past that part. <laughs> I was not going to watch that. If you kill a dog, you're a shithead. I'm sorry. Um, and that's my thoughts. But well, well, Heck the rest of the movie right was thing, great. But he did the right thing by putting the dog out of its misery. However, terrible. Um... So banger, banger film besides that part. Um, I wanted to talk about how much I love Ricky's character. I think um, now to compliment Taika so he wants to work with me in the future. Um, he is probably one of the few directors that I think actually understands children. Um, if you've seen Jojo Rabbit like I have, he Which writes- Which is to say at least a hundred times. Shut the f- up, I love that movie. <laughs> he writes that kid so well and the way that the movie is seen through the eyes of a child is just amazing and ricky baker's very similar because i love ricky because he's a sweetheart but he wants to be an outlaw he wants to be a gangster so bad and that's what he talks about the whole movie is he wants to be a gangster he wants um, to live that skunk's life skunk's life because um you know he's constantly been in different foster care systems he knows what often happens to kids in the foster care and he just thinks that you know, this is the life that he's going to go down. He thinks it's cool and he wants to do it. Um, and so he's just obsessed. He loves being on the run. He loves being an outlaw. And I just think that's a really cool thing that Tyga did because like Ricky's still a very enjoyable character. He's just a sweetheart. He's not, you know, it's not like an over the top. I'm like so tough. I'm this and that. But he's just like a really adorable kid who's just trying to be tough. And I just really enjoy that about him. It's very like real, it's very down to earth. It's so sweet. I don't understand how Taika Waititi can so easily make a movie feel so childlike and innocent while also talking about things like, for example, Nazi Germany. (laughs) People be like, Claire, what's your favorite movie? And I'm like, um, well, there's Nazis, but I can explain like, it is just one of is it the, the producers. No. <laughs> I actually want to see the producers. Oh, we um, should do an episode on that. We should do a producers episode. Can we 
do like a musical movie a mu- movie musical episode that's separate from the Mamma Mia episode. Does that mean that, that we have doing? to sing it? No, 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 no. Well, we that <laughs> actually would be fun if we wrote an entire musical podcast episode. Um. Anyways, I just really, really love how Tyga writes kids and just like really understands them. And I feel like he's 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 got little kids of his own. I know he has daughters, but um, I also know exactly where he lives. His daughter's name is Aegis. They're zodiac signs. No, I'm kidding, Jason. Stop looking at me like that. Back to Hunt for the Hunt for the Wilder People. This movie has a lot it reminds me of if Wes Anderson did Swiss Army Man that would be this movie because the shots are very much Wes Anderson like those sharp zooms um there's a lot of Wes Anderson to it um but it's still very Taika YTT is just before he like really developed like his style and like what we do in the shadows and um Jojo Rabbit but this movie just really reminds me of like if Wes Anderson did Swiss Army Man yeah girl someone's been listening to cinematography video essays I haven't. Did that sound smart? Yeah. Did that actually? <laughs> oh, I'm putting this on my college you, you, application. You, you, you were just like, oh yeah, the, the zooms are reminiscent of Wes Anderson or something like that. I was like, huh. <laughs> <do you> know? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I, I, I too was like, I do like the zooms on this. I did not think of Wes Anderson though, but that's- I that's, did that's, for some reason. That's a good comparison. Thank Didn't you. Didn't you have oh like Moonrise Kingdom? Yeah, it, this movie was very Moonrise Kingdom-esque because of, like, um, how the characters in Moonrise Kingdom don't want to, you know, they, like, are running away from home. They don't want to go back. This is, I lo- I really do enjoy this movie. I also, um, the ending was so good, not including, like, before the epilogue, the actual ending of when they're in the, they're in this um, car junkyard that, like, Ricky crashed them into because he was, like, driving the car <laughs> to escape the army. And, um, they're like sitting behind this car hiding from child welfare and the army and everyone looking for them and that's like this like big moment of having to let each other go and like get into separate police cars it was very well done and it wasn't like you know over the top like i was expecting this moment because i really wasn't expecting it it's a very fitting ending but for some reason i was like oh i wonder what's gonna happen um it was i really enjoyed that yeah you know I, 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 re- I really like how there's broken English throughout this entire film. What do you, you know, mean? Like, uh, majestically. Oh, that's a very um, Taika Waititi thing to do. He has people, instead of referring to him as, like, a visionary, they have to refer to him as visionistical director Taika Waititi. Did you yeah. come up with that? No, that's actually what he wants to be called. I'm, ki- I'm not kidding. I'm going to pull it up for you. Keep talking to the podcast. Uh, yeah, and then, like, at the end, where, uh, so Ricky doesn't want Heck to leave, right? And so, uh, he's, he's just, like, uh, and so Heck doesn't want to be known as a child molester, right? And that's something that's, like, kind of over his head, being that they have been missing for a year. And so Ricky screams, he's a molesterer! And I just, like, that's not funny, but then Heck's like, no, I am not a molesterer! And just the molesterer just that word is so hilarious to me. I love that part. Okay, I'm trying to find this, but it's like actually hard. I swear when Jojo Rabbit came out, there was like ads that are like from visionistical director Taika Waititi. I kid you not. Don't, I'm serious about this. Don't laugh. It's real. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'll find it another day. Anyways. Um, yeah, I also really like, like that part. There's this whole running gag throughout um the movie that is that the heck is a child molester because there's this like 
really heavy scene where they're talking to um, these rangers or these hunters. I don't know which they are. And they're trying to get Ricky to tell them if Heck is a bad person or not. And Ricky's describing like what happened in the woods before they got there when he broke his leg and Ricky had to go and find food. Ricky had to do everything because Heck couldn't move. The way that he described it sounded exactly like, you know. He he would say things like, (laughs) oh, Heck would make me do things. And I had to do so many things things for him. I didn't want to do things for him, but he made me do them. And sometimes he made me do things by myself. Yeah. I asked if, uh, and or something, he said something like, oh, he made me play with myself. And I was. Yeah. Well, he's like, I asked him if he wanted to play and he made me play with himself. Right. And it's this whole thing. Um, and so <laughs> there's just this, it's so bad. And I don't even know if this is going to be able to go to the podcast. Um, we'll see I don't, what happens. Yeah. You know, but again, Heck has done nothing. Yeah. He's done know, nothing. Heck, just Heck's just trying to get through. He's kind, he's kind of a boomer. You know, he's just like, I just want to grill. You know, I don't want to. He I don't really wanna. did. Yeah. And oh basically they commit armed robbery immediately yeah. afterwards and then attempted murder. So there's well, that. it's okay because they made it up by saving yeah. um a ranger's life who um was having um health issues due to diabetes, so they called a helicopter for him. Yeah. And that is when Ricky meets um someone who takes him in. I don't even know what her name was. Did she have a name? It's uh, like a young girl around his age, and I like never got her name in the movie. Kahu. Um Kahu? yeah okay so um yeah her and her dad kind of take ricky in, and i love this scene so much when the dad sees ricky and ricky's like all over um tv and on the news and everything and everyone's looking for ricky and instead of being like you know how most people would be where they're like oh my god we've got to we've got to call the police we've got to call child welfare like ricky has been found he goes Ricky, I gotta ask, can I get a selfie? And just takes a bunch of selfies with him and has Ricky like hold a knife to his throat for his selfie. Like I I love it so much. I love how um when Taika makes movies about like kids, um, that sounds weird. When Taika makes movies um about and the main characters are kids, the way that kids and adults interact is so funny because a lot of the times it's like a series of unfortunate events where the kids are smart and they're in the right and the adults are like ridiculous and over the top. Like in Jojo Rabbit, um, the adults are insane. None of them, except for maybe Rosie. Well, you see, you gotta remember, right? This took place in Nazi Germany. Okay. Right, so they're Nazis. So there is- Of course all the adults are insane. Okay, yeah, but that's not the point I was getting at. Like. They are over the top, hilarious, like really there for comedic effect. Like Sam Rockwell was such a great addition to that cast, might I mention. Um, it's it's definitely like if you've seen the series of fortune events and you're obsessed with it like me, um I love seeing shows and movies where the kids are the main characters and they're just kind of making fun of adults. Like adults are stupid out, and ignorant. I kind of figured out the recipe to make a movie that Claire B. Downey enjoys thoroughly. Mm, uh you have to have okay. Colorful, colorful cinematography plus whimsical child in a dark, dark world plus cool character progression plus adventure equals Claire P. Downey. I really thought you were going to add plus hot people and then it would have oh, been... Yeah. I thought you were going to go down a different route with this and honestly, that was extremely accurate. It doesn't always have to be about like kids or anything, but however, since I'm a child, I... Just just a whimsical Children. child. Doesn't have to be about yeah. it. 
but yeah i just i was thinking about that um all my favorite movies like jojo rabbit honey boy um moonrise kingdom fantastic mr fox oh boy <laughs> okay so <laughs> now that i've been exposed out in the open on this podcast um jason are there any more points about um hunt for the wilder people you want to talk about I don't know. It was a, it was a fun, silly movie. Very feel good, despite some dark moments, you know. But you really felt Ricky and Heck connecting, you know. And it was it was very natural the way they connected, you know. It, yeah, you know, it wasn't like that big moment where he's like cynical the whole time and then stops and looks at him. He goes, you know, kid, maybe you're all alright after all. You know, like those moments. Um, it was very much like, just kind of this develop like slower development that didn't require like a big moment where they like hug and everything's gonna be okay but it was just kind of like they started getting used to each other and stuff and then they told each other they hated them like he was like i hate you um and then he shot him oh we forgot to say that he shot him oh yeah heck gets shot in the butt by ricky yeah ricky shoots him um because heck's gonna give himself up and ricky doesn't want to because ricky still wants to be an outlaw and be on the run ricky wants the whimsical adventure that uh claire loves so much yep and um, maybe if we wanted to psychoanalyze me, maybe it's because I want a whimsical adventure and I don't like adults. <laughs> you know what? Just for you, we can add a very whimsical childish character to cat burglar versus a uh, ninja fairy. Appreciate it. Um, what, is, what is the character gonna be? You know, you remember that girl from Barry? Yes. Yes, I do remember the girl from Barry <laughs> Lily. She's the milkman now. Lily from season two, Ronnie Lily. Yes, she, she she's a the, little ninja child. She's the milkman now. She's the now, daughter of the milkman. Now, now instead of a really no, no, masculine no, no, no. milkman, right? The milkman is actually a little girl. No, no, no. It's just a Girl Scout. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> knocks at the door. Cookies of death, right? <laughs> Perfect. And then, then Kat's like, oh no, she has Samoas. <laughs> <laughs> Samoas are the best cookie, by the way. Thin mints and Samoas are the best. Um, no competition. Anyways, that's great. I love that. Um, if you guys haven't seen Barry, can we do a Bill Hader episode? We could do a Barry episode, not necessarily. No, I mean a Bill, a Bill Hader, Hader episode. episode. We can do you ever seen uh the the gossipy coal miner, a skit from SNL? No. We should watch. I'm gonna watch that um no I go through this like thing where I get like really obsessed with a celebrity and I will watch anything they're in like I had a period of time where I watched like every Ben Schwartz project including all of DuckTales um I watched Ooh. every thank you I watched every Paul Dano movie I watched like five Paul Dano movies in a week um and that includes There Will Be Blood by the way if you're a man and you're listening to this and you need credibility from me i did see the big movie i saw the oil movie um yeah i will get like obsessed and watch like uh, everyone's movies <laughs> um so that's why i like love doing episodes where it's just around one person because i've seen so many of their projects um where was i going with this yes bill Hader episode but we just talk about barry and then uh, occasionally the stuff how, how about a barry episode where we occasionally talk about bill Hader? fine i can make do with that okay <laughs> And with that, thank you all so much for listening. Um, appreciate you so much. Uh, if you like this episode, follow me on Twitter at Claire B. Downey, B is in the letter, not B-E-A. 
Um, and also all of their social media platforms with the same name, Jason. Oh, and not only can you follow me Instagram at JasonPCE, but now Twitter too. So please tweet me your ideas and additions to Cat Burglar versus Ninja Ferrets. <laughs> Or just any like non other film podcast suggestions you yeah, guys have sure. on episodes you want us to do. Because um, sometimes we're bad at coming up with ideas. Um, such as this. <laughs> at Jason P. C. E. Yep. Um, thank you guys so much. And um, tell your friends. And have a great weekend. Bye, guys.